When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. The Zone. She's sweeter than a glass of chocolate milk and louder than a morning rooster. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. It is over. I'm talking, of course, about the U.S. Championship Cheese Contest that wrapped up yesterday in Green Bay. Not a lot of people that remained for the big uh, reveal. We know the 20 finalists. I've got your champions for you on a Friday morning. Good morning, everyone. I'm Farm Director Pam Youngke. It is also over when we talk about weather. All the craziness that we had lived through the front part of this week looks like it's dissipating as of today. It's still going to be cold, though. Cloudy skies on the way today. 22 are expected high. Tomorrow, partly sunny and 33. Sunday, 37 in the front part of next week. We are going to be back around 40 degrees. Crazy erratic weather. We'll stay close to 40, looks like, most of next week. Of course, Stu Mucker, Ag Meteorologist, has the more weather details coming up. Aside from details from the U.S. Champion Cheese Contest, we are also bringing you details on the new face of Compure Financial. His name is Jace Wagner, and he has stepped in as the president and CEO of Compure Financial. He officially took over the job January 1st when Rod Hebrink retired. I got a chance to visit with Jace. We're going to find out a little bit about his background. And uh, is he nervous at all about all the discussion, recession, inflation, interest rates? How is he strategizing for 2023? All that and more coming up. Only three companies control 95% of the market for large tractor production. When monopolies capture the market, they take advantage of family farmers and restrict who can repair their equipment. That cuts into farmers' bottom line, and laws must be passed to protect our right to repair. A healthy and vibrant food system is possible, but farmers need the right to repair. And we can't get there without Fairness for Farmers. Visit fairnessforfarmers.org, paid for by National Farmers Union. FFA members number over 850,000 across the nation, and many of those FFA members' successes can be linked to the support that their chapters receive from adults involved in FFA alumni and supporters group that take an active role in sharing their talents with youth. I'm Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn here in Eau Claire. I caught up with Allie Ellis. She's the Associate Director of the FFA Alumni and Supporters from the National FFA Organization. We talked about adult involvement. We talked about successes. How is National FFA supporting FFA Alumni and Supporters chapters? So National FFA tries to really give resources for our local chapters and our state associations. So we offer awards, grants, and training programs so that volunteers can learn how to use their skills in order to help the students and teachers at the local, state, and national levels. About how many people are a part of FFA alumni and supporters across the nation? Well, at the national level, We know that there are probably over 8 million alumni that are actually out there since FFA started in 1928. The problem is connecting with all of the alumni, so we're doing work and just finding those people and re-engaging with them. Um, 
on record, we have over 2,000 chapters across the country and then also over 700,000 alumni members that we have on rosters and we're able to connect with. So I think as that number continues to grow, we'll be able to continue to reach chapters all across the country. With all the outreach available to FFA alumni and supporters groups, funding is needed. Where does that money come from? So the National FFA Alumni and Supporters is part of the National FFA organization. Um, and then we also are funded by the National FFA Foundation. So although we're a part of the organization, the foundation does help support the work that we do. Um, we also have chapter annual fees. Uh, and then our lifetime membership actually goes directly into an investment account that provides student leadership scholarships. So we send checks to the chapters and states each year. Um, so we say that life membership is like an investment in students directly. Do FFA alumni and supporters chapters need to do anything special other than to apply to national FFA organization to receive grants and other support? So for our leadership scholarships, that is up to the chapters and states. Each one of them do it a little bit differently. Uh, traditionally, they were used for the Washington Leadership Conference, but now we've opened it up to any student leadership experience because we recognize that not all students are able to go to WLC in the summer. Um, for the grants, we just ask that the chapters have an alumni and supporters chapter in order to receive the alumni and supporters grants, um, but we do actually offer grants for starting alumni and supporters chapters. So if you have anyone interested in your area that wants to start a chapter, we have up to $1,000 to help kickstart those chapters. You talked about the grants available from the National FFA organization. Is there support at state level for FFA alumni and supporters chapters? So those alumni chapters have really great state support. Um, Wisconsin actually has a full-time staff member that helps with alumni and supporters, which is really great. And we hope that all of our states can move to that model. Um, but otherwise, at the national level, we can help chapters work through that. We have funding to help improve alumni and supporters chapters. So um, there are a lot of ways that our students and teachers and alumni members can get the resources and help they need to make sure that they're continuing on. And as a national organization, the FFA has to have a plan. What's that all about? So National FFA as an organization has a strategic plan currently as we look to evolve our programs and experiences for students. Um, we also want to engage with our communities and partners, which is a big part of what alumni and supporters is. And then also we want to empower our local and state leaders to be able to have the resources that they need to continue to improve. So we know that alumni and supporters are a big part of helping National FFA as a whole reach those goals. Um, and then as we continue to work towards our 100th anniversary coming up in a few years, we know that we want to just continue to connect and find people to help us reach that strategic plan and those goals involved with it. And again, this is Allie Ellis. She's the Associate Director of the Alumni and Supporters National FFA Organization. Now we're a little bit past COVID and we've learned some things from being shut down. Do you see some of those connections through uh, technology staying in place as we keep going? 
Sure, so I think about the conferences that we do. Uh, we have regional development conferences, which are one per region of the country, but then we've also decided that we need to keep our remote development conferences. So we still have conferences available to our members via Zoom because it can reach more people, but we also recognize that a lot of people have that Zoom fatigue and they wanna be able to meet and network with people and have that hands-on learning. So we're offering a little bit of everything, knowing that um, it's a mixed bag of how people wanna interact post-COVID. Let's take a little look at the future and the future of the alumni and the supporters. What do you see that coming to? So we talked about, you know, it's a digital age now and we offer some online conferences. Another cool resource that we've developed since 2020 is called the Forever Blue Network. So you can visit foreverbluenetwork.org and we also have an app. Of course, there's an app for everything, right? And that is um, a resource for people to be able to connect online to find judges, volunteers, and mentors. Our students and alumni can join the network and partner together. And then also companies or school systems, whoever has a job or an internship that they want to post, they can post it on the Forever Blue Network. And then our alumni and our students can find those jobs and internships as well. So we hope as, you know, teacher shortages continue on that school systems, you know, they can post those ag teacher job openings states can post state staff openings and then anything else involved with agriculture so it is kind of like a social media platform specifically for those involved in the agriculture industry you can also post events um, business opportunities discounts for alumni and students that are involved in agriculture so it's a really cool place for people to connect online that we didn't have before the pandemic and tell me again where can we find all that information so you can go to foreverbluenetwork.org if you're looking for the app. If you're an Android user, you can actually just download the Forever Blue Network app. If you're an iOS user, you can download the Graduate app, and then the National FFA organization is your institution. So many successful FFA chapters have adult support standing behind them in the form of FFA alumni and supporters chapters. I was lucky enough to learn a whole lot more about the connection from Allie Ellis, Associate Director of the FFA Alumni and Supporters from the National FFA Organization. And I'm Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn here in Eau Claire. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. When it comes to custom wedding rings, get to know your Denny's jeweler. Denny's Jewelers does offer affordable custom wedding bands. Whether it be gold, silver, diamonds, gemstones, platinum, you bring your wedding band idea and we'll point you in the right direction. We'll show you all the options. I am Sarah Denny Alexander. Come meet the entire Denny's family at Denny's Jewelers. The policy development process for the Wisconsin Farm Bureau benefits farmers because if you have an issue, you can bring that forward and it's a grassroots organization. You vote on it at your county, district, and then it eventually goes to the state level and policy could be developed on the issue that you have. WFBF.com Let's solve your issue. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture. 
The nightmare of working with some contractors is much like being on a bad date. They take forever to return your call. When they do show up, they leave your house a mess, and then they throw in weird surprises. Swipe left. Actuate Improvement is a full-service design and remodeling company who does return your calls, leaves your property clean, and never any awkward surprises. Swipe right, and let's get the conversation started with a complimentary estimate. ActuateLLC.com. Design. Create. Actuate. Some of America's bravest warriors are returning home wounded. Here's one of them. My name is Norberto Lara. While I was on a combat patrol, a rocket propelled grenade took my arm off at the shoulder. I was discharged from the Army, and I've been working with the Wounded Warrior Project since 2007. I don't have to be severely wounded. A lot of guys have post-traumatic stress disorder. Being able to share your story kind of helps you wrap your mind around what did happen over there. My name is Norby, and yes, I do suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder, but I'm okay. Don't suffer in silence. Contact WoundedWarriorProject.org. Here, we use a lot of F-words. Food, fiber, and farming. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. And Friday, and freezing, because that's kind of what you've got to look forward to today. We've got the cleanup underway for a lot of folks in the state of Wisconsin. Now the temperatures are going to battle with us. Time to talk about our forecast, courtesy of Compere Financial. Stu Mucker, Ag Meteorologist, along with us this morning. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I mean, in the Madison area, I think we escaped very, very, you know, in a good position. There's some ice out there, though, that is going to be contentious right on through the weekend. These temperatures are not going to help that go away, at least not right away, huh? No, and I can report uh, firsthand that as we started to clean snow yesterday, it instantly turned icy underneath the skid loader and made for all kinds of fun in the yard. But we're dealing with that. Cleanup is well underway and done in many areas. So there's always spot cleanup, no doubt about that. We may have a little bit of that around here tomorrow morning as there is a possibility for some very light snow to pop up here in the late night. High pressure is out to our west today, and that high pressure system will slip from the eastern Dakotas through Minnesota right over Wisconsin. What that's going to mean is at least some sunshine, a break from wet weather. There is some snow down in southern Iowa, eastern parts of Nebraska this morning. My expectation through the day as high pressure slips further east, that mild moist air starts to build in a bit. And that's the reason there could be a little snow shower activity late tonight. Maybe a good dusting. I wouldn't say an inch, but a good little dusting of new snow around. Something to clean up Saturday morning. Saturday and Sunday, a little better chance to have some sunshine. And that's when temperatures begin to warm. In fact, we could find our way up to about 30 or so tomorrow, or at least the very upper 20s. That's more like normal or getting into the normal neighborhood, if you will. And then above that, a good possibility to see upper 30s or 40 degrees on Sunday. That sounds great. Helps the cleanup, helps the road salt work, things like that. That's all great. But there will be another precipitation chance. The next system builds in from the west. And I expect Sunday night into Monday that we see rain. A lot of the maps I've seen indicating a lot of rain all across the southern half of Wisconsin. The mix of precipitation, freezing rain, snow and the like. Maybe a little more likely at La Crosse and Mauston areas up into central Wisconsin. But just looking at rain amounts, the possibility of rain Sunday night into Monday looks to me to push into areas like 
you know, an inch or an inch and a half possibility. That's a lot of water on top of snow now that's packed. It's going to compress that snowpack quite a bit and also add to some problems of standing water and flooding here and there. And with cool ground conditions, could make for slippery conditions. We're going to have a big change as we head to early next week. Pay attention over the weekend so you know what to expect come late Sunday and into Monday because it could be a, a little less than ideal. Wet and sloppy, not having a lot of snow to shovel, but a lot of water to be around. I'll have our forecast details right after this. At Compier Financial, we provide services based on your needs. So whether it's ag lending, crop insurance, or other financial services, or you're seeking industry expertise from a trusted advisor, we're here as a partner and member of your community that is defined by you. Contact your local Compier Financial team at 844-426-6733 or visit compierre.com slash you for your lending and other financial needs. Compier Financial is an equal credit opportunity lender and provider. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. When a company only does business in Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin Strong. Rural Mutual provides all lines of insurance, including commercial, farm, home, and auto. And your premiums stay right here to keep Wisconsin strong. Local agents, local underwriters, local claims adjusters. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. I hadn't thought about all the water that's out there right now. I mean, like I said, southern Wisconsin, more ice and snow. Northern Wisconsin must have gotten a chunk of snow that's going to be water soon, too, huh? Oh, yeah, quite a bit of snow in the north. We're heading up to see the mother-in-law here for a little bit. And uh, from what I see, she had 10 inches, maybe a foot. So maybe we'll get to clean some of that up. Today, though, we get a little break. Call it partly sunny skies, some sunshine. The clouds start building in, getting a bit more cloudy by late today. Temps ought to be up in the very upper teens in the west, 20 or just above further east and south. I'd expect that northwest winds become east about 5, not too windy at all. Pretty good day as far as cleanup concerned. Cloudy tonight, though, and that light snow, a good dusting, less than an inch. I'd expect the overnight low down toward about 12 as east winds become south and southwest about 5. Mostly sunny Saturday. I like the sound. We could be back up to about freezing, say, 30 to 32. Southwest winds at 5 to 10. Sunny Sunday, even better. Upper 30s, very low 40s in the south. And west winds become south at about 5. But then some rain developing Sunday night, lasting into Monday. Could mix with snow, maybe some sleet and freezing rain. Lacrosse in Boston. It undoubtedly is going to be kind of a wet, sloppy start to the week, Pam. And as that snow melts and as we get rain mixed with it, it's going to be a real slushy and then in the nighttime freezy situation. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I worry more about the ice. If we can get the ice away before all the other moisture shows up, that's that's one way to manage. But boy, ice under all of that is tricky. Well, and that's my gravel driveway in a nutshell. It's going to be an ice <laughs> rink, I have no doubt. You will You will create ruts, no doubt, by this time next week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, it is February still for at least a few more days. All right, buddy, have a good weekend. Best of travel to the North Country. Let me know what you find Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Right. Sure. See you Monday. Yep. Stumach, our ag meteorologist, checking in with our weather details, all brought to you courtesy of Compure Financial. Compure Financial is your financial partner. Come into agriculture and rural America. Visit Compure.com. Well, we are going to be visiting the U.S. Championship Cheese event. It wrapped up yesterday in Green Bay, and uh, unfortunately, the weather 
didn't give them much of an opportunity to draw a crowd when they introduced the champions. Uh, in fact, their own videographer decided not to not to show up for the big event. So a lot of different pivoting that had to go on by the Wisconsin Cheesemakers Association and their staff to make things happen, but they pulled it off wonderfully well. We'll give you some comments from John Umhafer, Executive Director of the Wisconsin Cheesemakers, and of course, the winners. And let me just give you a hint. In my world, Wisconsin swept. Stick around. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Hey, Wisconsin farmers, when you're choosing a corn hybrid to plant on your acres, you want a seed that's been proven to outperform in your area. In 2022, Wisconsin First Trials, Dairyland Seed Corn took home an incredible 10 first place finishes, proving once again that no one brings the yield in Wisconsin like they do. If yield is your need, they have the seed. Dairyland Seed. Contact your local rep to learn more about how they're bringing the yield in Wisconsin or visit dairylandseed.com. Can you predict the future? I can't. That's why when I'm planting soybeans, I treat with Heads Up Seed Treatment. With more than 15 years of research, Heads Up offers proven protection against both white mold and sudden death syndrome. So no matter what the year throws at you, you've already taken that first step to be prepared. Don't let your beans suffer from disease when they're just starting to look their best. Tell your seed dealer you need Heads Up Seed Treatment. Learn more at HeadsUpST.com. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank. We make it easy to access the bankers you know. Bankers who listen to your goals. Then offer expert advice and solutions that simplify even the most complex financial matters. Virtually or in person, we're here when you need us. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank, timely decisions, people you know. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Sweet Metal Roofing customers choose us because they don't want to worry about their roof anymore. There's no curling, it won't blow off, and you won't find granules in your gutters. It's one and done. It is the last roof you'll ever need. I'm Mike. And Mary Sweeta. Enjoy the long-lasting architectural strength and beauty of a Sweet Metal Roof. S-W-I-T-A MetalRoofing.com Sweet Metal Roofing, the last roof you'll ever need. Create the floors you love this season with DIY and budget-friendly flooring from Wiseway. With Wiseway Flooring's direction, you'll only need to be moderately handy to accomplish brand new floors. I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Economwalk. See how our do-it-yourself products might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the Wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. Chris Collini with a dirty little secret. Growing up, we were encouraged to track mud in the house. After all, dirt has been our family business for generations. Today, we rely on more than our boots to transport our nutrient-rich soils. We have bigger trucks and better equipment if you need it delivered. Or you can simply pick it up at our awesome dirt-filled processing plant. Take it from a worm. Trust the guys who know good dirt. Collini Topsoil. Now that's good dirt. While you spent a lot more time around your home the last couple of years, you may have noticed a few things you'd like to have spruced up. Sign up for W.E. Davies Handyman Membership, and they'll help you stay ahead of the maintenance and repairs with a professional result. 
boycott putting things off. W.E. Davies & Sons Remodeling brings a fresh perspective to your building project. We're a local family business with services from handyman fixes to living space upgrades. For stunning, transformative results, visit wedaviesremodeling.com. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. This is Matt Gunderson, and this is Elmer, our canine cuddle ambassador, here to provide good-natured, loving, fuzzy support to further our level of personal care. Someday you might meet Elmer as we assist you with an individual life celebration. Let our family help your family. Visit GundersonFH.com. Over 100 years as your hometown life celebration center. They say yes to seven straight days. A traveling dress rehearsal for you to get comfortable in the seat and feel the power behind the smartest purchase you've ever made. The seven day, no questions asked return policy, if you need it, at Bergstrom Automotive. Join the Bergstrom Automotive family for the yes. Conley Media, Forbes.com. My man Rob Reichel on Twitter. I love Robbie. I'm going to jump right into it, Rob. You have had a relation with this guy before, Bob McGinn, longtime reporter covering the Green Bay Packers, now with Go Long and Ty Dunn. What is with this report that the Packers are, quote, disgusted with Aaron Rodgers? What, what's your take on all this, Robbie? Yeah, you know, I worked for Bob and his website for three years, and, 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 and Bob is the greatest journalist I've ever come across. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that. He, he leaves no stone unturned. He's as well-connected with anybody in the league, even – you know, even though he hasn't been around the Packers the last two or three years, and, and technically he is in retirement, but he's still doing a lot of his football yeah. stuff, and his and his draft stuff is going to come up. So, I mean, he, I mean, any anybody out there who says, "Oh, Bob's retired, he's out of touch," I'll tell you right now, uh, Evo, you know that that that's off base. Bob, 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 Bob's as well connected in the league as anybody. So, you know, it, it's kind of the EF Hutton thing, right? When when <laughs> when Bob speaks, people should listen, and. Uh, We'll see how this all plays out, but I, I am sure, you know, Bob's not going to just throw crap against the wall and hope some of it sticks. But, you know, Bob, Bob's sources are good. Uh, Bob, Bob lived in Green Bay for 40-plus years, raised a family there. He knows everybody in town um, the way you guys know everybody in Madison, and I know everybody where I live, et cetera, et cetera. It's a small town. I'm, he, he's still extremely well-connected, and, and obviously somebody very close uh, to – the situation told him, you know, and used that term disgusted and that, you know, and that, that kind of drags back Evo to, to, to what you just started the, 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 the show with today, right. You know, Rogers being off in his darkness retreat and, and Rogers not showing up in, in the off season and green Bay, not knowing, and, you know, May, June, July, exactly what they have uh, out of Aaron Rodgers. you know, Aaron Rodgers coming off an eight, nine season where, where he had arguably the worst year of, of his career. And, you know, the report was, you know, again, that, that was obviously the, the, the word and the line that stole the headlines was disgusted that the Packers are disgusted with him. But, but the, you know, yeah. the, 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 lar- the larger picture there by far is that 
they're ready to see the they're ready to see the 24 year old guy at Jordan Love versus the 40 year old guy or almost soon to be 40 Aaron Rodgers just just to see what the young guy can do and and Brian Gutekunst as we all know right three three years ago about this time traded up in the draft for Jordan Love wants to see if the guy can play they they believe internally that that it's time that he took this enormous jump from year two to three. Much like Aaron Rodgers did, guys, you know, back from that, you know, 07, 08 range when he took over for Brett Favre. He was in the midst of making a, a major jump in his career, too. And, 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 and you guys know this, that the parallels are remarkable, right? Both quarterbacks, 24 years old. If, if you break down their numbers for the first three years in the league, you know, they both sat for three years. Rodgers obviously behind Favre, now Love behind Rodgers. If you look at their numbers for the first three years, they each threw similar amount of passes. The passer rating is similar. I think I think Love's passer rating is about 80 for his first three years. Aaron's was 73. You know, Aaron threw one touchdown, one pick. Love's at three touchdowns, three picks. I mean, the numbers are scary. The numbers are eerie. And I'm not sitting here by any means, Evo, telling you Jordan Love is going to be Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre. But I think they believe in the building. He can be a top 12 level type of quarterback. And if that's the case, and now you're paying him, let's say, 25 million instead of 50 for Aaron, and you can build one heck of a football team around there and, and, and save that level of money that that could be the path for them, you know, moving forward to try to win football games and, and, and get back to the top of the conference. Hmm. Do you think Rob, if they decide to move on from Aaron Rodgers and Jordan love comes in and, and plays really good and say, he's a top 10 quarterback. Do you think the, the league will take notice of what the Packers have done on the last few quarterbacks and the success that they'd had? Obviously, they have to pinpoint the talent, but the fact that they can sit them for three years and develop them, where you see a lot of these guys get thrown to the wolves right away and they struggle. If you don't have like the Andrew Lux of the world that come in and, and can play right away, a lot of those guys come in and struggle and they're on bad teams. Well, really the pattern that I think other organizations should have taken note of, and, and, and your question is a, a great one there, Nelly. Uh, the, the pattern that others should have taken note of, note of is the Ron Wolf way of, of you know, taking a quarterback pretty much in every draft and, and, and certainly every other at, at, at worst case scenario. You think back to, to what, what Wolf did, right, with, with, with the Mark Brunels and the, and the Ty Detmers and the Matt Hasselbacks and the Aaron Brooks. I mean, he was and, – and, and those are the guys that hit. He, he had several, you know, the Ronnie McCadas of the world that, that missed as well. You know, but, but Ron Wolf was taking a quarterback every year. Rough hands, dirty boots, and farming roots. It's all we know. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, time to continue digging out around the state of Wisconsin. The good news is that the nasty weather we've experienced is kind of in the rearview mirror. It's not going to warm up a lot today, no better than 22. Tomorrow, 33. Sunday, 37. And we'll be in the 40s, front part of next week. I'm Pam Youngke. Glad you're along with us. Stand by. We've got winners from the U.S. Champion Cheese Contest. We've also got the new president and CEO of Compure Financial on the way. So today is Friday, February 24th. Not a lot of real big items as far as the historical standpoint is concerned. Back in 1607, the world's first opera premiered. And that same opera is still being performed around the world today. But opera as we know it started on this day back in 1607. Happy birthday to actor Edward James Olmos, 
75 years young. And that's what we've got for you on a Friday. Actually, we've got a whole bunch more. We have got the champions from the U.S. Champion Cheese Contest that concluded yesterday at uh, 2 p.m. at the Rush Expo Center up in Green Bay. Now, it didn't unfold as they had planned. I talked about that with John Umhafer, Executive Director of the Wisconsin Cheesemakers Association, just before they announced the champions. He said, yeah, beautiful facility. It didn't turn out exactly like they had planned, but boy, people were still receptive to the offering of free cheese. (laughs) Yes, Tuesday was our opening day where we judged cheeses and invited the public in to taste cheeses and watch the judges work. And we had a huge crowd in Green Bay, and and lines, uh, as I was saying to you earlier, about football field long of lines, people trying the cheeses from the contest and watching the judges. It was wonderful, wonderful. Excellent. And then it snowed. Yes, and then it snowed. And you had to put the pedal to the metal to try to get everything done. Uh, Explain a little bit, John, logistically. I mean, there, there are thresholds on how much you can get done in a period of time more than 2,200 entries of all different types. Explain the, I, I, I want to say the tempo of judging an activity at the Expo Tuesday going into that home stretch. Right. We did compress the time frame of the event because of the weather, and we asked our judges to push a little harder. And it turned out to be uh, not a problem. They finished on time both uh, two days ago and yesterday. And really left the building when we had expected to, despite having worked a little bit harder. And that really shows the caliber of these judges. They've got another gear, and they found that gear and uh, judged each of them about uh, 100 pieces of cheese or butter or whey or uh, some of our dry samples. So they did really well, really well. Excellent. Let's talk a little bit about the split on those Different categories, John. I mean, I think when people hear the phrase U.S. champion cheese, they automatically think cheese. How about those other categories of dairy products? How did they look in the end when everything showed up as far as number, interest, geographic area? Yeah, butter's always strong. That's been with the contest since the, since it was conceived. And the new additions really are, are exciting to us are the cultured products. And we had a good showing in yogurts and drinkable yogurts and cultured products. And then really strong, better than ever in the dry ingredients. That's the dry whey powders and the milk powders, that uh, the kind of thing we export a lot in the United States. So people look for metals there both to show food companies that we've got these great dairy ingredients and show uh, exporting entities uh, overseas that we make the best product. So that's a growing category for us, and it's really important to the dairy industry. And talk to me about your volunteers. We had... Uh... Uh, Linda on, or Mary Lindeman, I should say, on earlier, one of your longtime dedicated souls. We discussed how you have to try to find the next generation of judges. What about the next generation of your volunteers, or are they still pretty thick? Uh, <laughs> they are pretty thick. They, we've got uh, about 200 people that showed up in the last two days, and they're all industry folk that left their jobs to help out of the competition. And of course, we couldn't run that without them. We couldn't hire that many people to do this, and they just come out of the goodness of their hearts. And uh, we are seeing people on purpose invite some people from the factory that are 40, 30, 20 years old. So we did start to see what we're looking for, and that is, yeah, let's let's get that next generation involved so that the contest can go another 100 years. 
John Omhafer is along with us. He's the executive director of the Wisconsin Cheesemakers Association. They are the hosting body for the U.S. Champion Cheese Contest, and you can follow up with all the results. Go to their website, uschampioncheese.org, or Facebook and see some of the replay, U.S. Champion Cheese. Now let's talk about that cheese. Again, as we said, it's wonderful that the general public showed up on Tuesday, uh, uh, but Wednesday derailed and Thursday there wasn't many left. So tell me a little bit about the plan for that cheese now, John. Some was supposed to be consumed by those visitors. Explain for people what happens next. Yeah, a lot of the cheeses now that that, uh, weren't in that winner's circle go to various buyers, a lot of cheese stores in Wisconsin and the high V stores in the upper Midwest too have taken an interest in contest cheese because it's great cheese. So people can look for that around uh, around the Midwest. Sure. And then uh, the champions, shall we say, do they live a different life for you? I thought we had another event to look forward to that kind of <laughs> keeps the story going. That's true. The very best, all those gold medalists are Sold at auction at CheeseCon, which is our big convention in the cheese industry. It'll draw people, about 3,000 people, on April 4, 5, 6 in Madison. And real highlight of that event is our, our auction, and that supports the contest, all our education program, programs at Wisconsin Cheesemakers, our scholarships for students. That, that one auction really feeds a lot of events in our association, and we get great participation. And it's really the industry suppliers at that auction saying, thank you to the cheesemakers by buying their cheese. Numbers get pretty crazy. How do you, do you buy a wheel? Do you buy a block? How's that go? Yeah, at this auction, it's by piece. So you might be buying a 200-pound uh, hunk of Swiss or a 40-pound block of cheddar. So we have people uh, bidding by the pound but taking the whole piece. And we will get, uh, we've seen cheeses uh, like a 40-pound block go for as much as $20,000. John Omhafer, Executive Director of the Wisconsin Cheesemakers Association, the hosting body for the U.S. Champion Cheese Contest that wrapped up with the announcement of the champions yesterday. And I think, in my world, this is a Wisconsin sweep. We had the second runner-up, medium cheddar produced by the AMPI plant in Blair, Wisconsin. First runner-up. Vintage cupola cheese produced for Red Barn Dairy in Egg Harbor. The champion, Arethusa Farm Dairy out of Bancroft, Connecticut. But their cheesemaker, Eric, is a Wisconsin native and took a lot of time during his acceptance speech to thank Wisconsin cheesemakers that had mentored him. So there you go. Find more on that at uschampioncheese.org or their Facebook page, U.S. Champion Cheese. Markets yesterday pretty cool to the touch. December corn dropped six and a half at five eighty-five. November beans down eight at thirteen eighty-seven. July wheat unchanged seven fifty-six. As far as the cheese market, barrel cheese dropped three and a quarter cents to one fifty-six and three quarters. Forty-pound block cheese down a penny at one ninety-five in yesterday's trade. The fluid milk contracts for March were also trading down about seven cents. Coming up next, he's got big shoes to fill, and he's ready to do it. I'm talking about the new president, CEO of Compure Financial. Jace Wagner joins us next. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. I look at this dairy cow, and again, it's the animal that I love. The things that this dairy cow can do and the way that she can produce milk... To me, there is no substitute for milk in the world. And to be able to keep cows and help cows produce that for people, to me, that's a privilege. I'm Dr. Bill Zimmer, founder of BioVet. Microbials and nutritional support. 
That's BioVet. Learn more at bio-vet.com. Are you a non-union construction tradesperson proud of what you do? Did you know you're worth so much more than what you're bringing home today? Put the power of Lyuna Union Labor to work for you. When you join Lyuna, you get the pay you deserve, plus pension and health care benefits above and beyond your compensation. That's zero deductions for pension and health care benefits with Lyuna because you're worth it. Learn more at lyunawisconsin.org slash join. How is it that we can have smokers' lines without ever smoking? A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Smokers or lip lines can occur not only because of smoking, but other factors, such as talking, drinking from a straw, genetics, and age related fat loss. The most simple and effective treatment for this problem is a combination of dermal fillers such as Juvederm, which can smooth and fill those fine lines as well as hydrate the lips. Also, a neuromodulator such as Botox can be used in small amounts to relax those pursing muscles. At Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie, this treatment results in a natural, more youthful appearance of the mouth and often lasts a year or longer. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Because we know your barn smells like money. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Catching up with our friends from Compure Financial. Remember, you can always find an office near you. Go to compure.com. Get in touch. Talk with them. They have a very large menu of services they can provide you, whether you're involved in production agriculture or that rural lifestyle that you're looking for. Compure.com. Really happy to welcome in the new president CEO of uh, Compure Financial, and that is Jace Wagner. Jace, thanks a lot for taking time to join us. Why don't you start off by giving people a little background on yourself? You are not a newbie when it comes to Compure. Yes, yes. So I'm the, the new president CEO, and uh, before that, I was the uh, chief financial officer. So I've been taking care of the financials behind the scenes and watching customers grow and, and try and provide the best pricing for those individuals for the last seven years. And before that, spent some time working directly with clients uh, on our wholesale side and, and done risk management and some other things in my past as well. So definitely uh, new to the president CEO role, mm-hmm. but not new to farmers and ranchers and, and, get, and come here. Yeah, you grew up in big sky country, huh? I did. I'm a Montana native. Yeah, I grew up in and around a bunch of cattle country out there, Mile City, Montana, eastern Montana, a lot of irrigated farmland and uh, good people just like there are out here. Well, and at least you're ready to handle the elements being uh, up in the Twin Cities area. Let's talk a little bit about the elements you're dealing with today, Jace. Uh, you know, you can't turn on uh, the radio, television, read social media without finding s- the headlines focused on interest rates, inflation, recession, etc. cetera. Uh, these are elements that you've become very accustomed to dealing with in your background. Tell me a little bit on how you're steering the ship now at Compeer with a couple of these big uncertain uh, trends still being discussed. Yeah, so the good news is we're starting with a really solid base. So our farmers have made good choices over the last several years, and we're starting from the point of strength. But we have a lot of uncertainty. Uh, interest rates are, are certainly higher, expected to be higher through the next through into next year. 
Uh, inflation is hitting their uh, uh, probably the most expensive crop being planted that we see right now, and that's inflation is really across the spectrum, starting to impact some consumers, but they're still also in a reasonable spot. So we're we're preparing for a lot of different outcomes this year. So much like farmers prepare for much different weather, we are doing the same at Crop Here and trying to make sure that we have options in any environment and that we're there continuously to provide the support for our clients. Now, you've got like 1,600 employees when you take a look at Compeer with its presence in Illinois, Wisconsin, and northern Illinois. Are you kind of constantly doing, what do you do, uh, daily conversations, weekly conversations? Because I'm I'm sure that your staff wants to know uh, how to pivot and react to some of this. Yeah, well, so we're fortunate that a lot of our our employees have been around a while, so they've seen a lot of different situations as well. And so we uh, we definitely have pointed conversations, a lot of education internally to help them understand what we should be looking for, what should we be talking with our clients about to make sure that they're ready and prepared. So right now we have some good you know cash management options, which are helping people kind of sock that money away and take advantage of the higher interest rates. Uh, but we're also you know creating different loan products and things that help them fight these uh, the different times that we're in today. Again, if you're just joining us, this is Jace Wagner, brand new CEO and president of Compure Financial, took over the spot January 1st. But as he said, uh, chief financial officer for years uh, and learning from one of the best uh, with our friend Rod. Now, like we said, talking about 2023 and where we're going. One thing that people might not expect in this conversation, Jace, the way we've staged it up, is to be discussing patronage. Tell me a little bit about what patronage is and why it's kind of a critical part of a cooperative model, which Compure is. Yeah, patronage is uh, our way of giving back to through the cooperative mechanism. So it is a, a strong part of who we are at Compure Financial and extremely dedicated. If we earn profits, that we provide a, a portion of those profits back to those who, who helped us earn it. Uh, and I love that alignment that we have in, in that. And uh, so we'll be distributing over $200 million in uh, next year, and that will go in two different segments, about $52 million in allocated equities and then $150 million in cash patronage, which will, which will roll out in August. So we're, we're really excited about that. We also crossed the billion-dollar mark of giving money back to rural America through our pastures program since the merger. So it's a major milestone, something we're very proud of, and, uh, and looking forward to having those, that money be reinvested in rural America, create new jobs, and, and vitality within those operations. You know, I'm sure people are going to say, now, wait a minute, how can they do that? I mean, agriculture, as you point out, facing some steep headwinds with input costs. Uh, they might think, hey, maybe you should hang on to that money. This is a little bit by formula, is it not, Jace? Yeah, we, we typically try and uh, give back in and around 30 to 40 percent of our overall net income. So we are socking some money away, making sure we're ready for the future. Uh, and making sure we're able to kind of withstand any, any level of stress. We also do some continual stress testing and some of those things that we encourage producers to do as well. But we're giving back some. Uh, we don't give it back all of it uh, every year, and, that, and that's an important part as we manage our risk like our, our producers manage theirs. Well, and like you said, uh, Compure's portfolio is diverse. It's not like you're necessarily in the same trenches as uh, an average grower. That's true. We uh, we have good diversity, and not only just from a geographic perspective, as, as many producers know, one farm gets a lot more rain than something else that could be just a few miles away. 
We have all the way from Minnesota all the way down through Illinois, as far north as Duluth, uh, down through uh, the Quad Cities there in, uh, in Illinois. So we have good diversity. We also do agribusiness. We do some rural consumer lending. We do uh, also partner with other uh, lending partners around the country to do things like pistachios and, uh, and those items which are not directly related to Midwest Ag, where we have most of our exposure. Right, right. Again, like we said, Jace Wagner is along with us. He's the new president, CEO at Compure Financial. Of course, Rod Hebrink retired after a very successful year on January 1st. Let's go back to more about this patronage, Jace, because like I said, I, I think that uh, – there's so much anxiety right now, whether you're a consumer, a farmer, a business person, you're a little anxious. You get that nervous uh, twitch when your 401k statement comes out. Patronage is a wonderful benefit being a part of the Compure Cooperative. But as you said, it's not a guarantee every year. And your board of directors really helps to guide some of that, don't they? Yeah, they they do a wonderful job of thinking about uh, both our clients and the organization and and being supportive of both. So they are they are looking to uh, maximize those payments back to our our member owners, but also protect and be there for the long term future. So they are they are farmers and ranchers just like many of you, and and they uh, are part of our governance structure, and they make sure that we're doing the right things at the right time. And they're uh, they're a great partner for the management team as we look to move into the future, and, and a great steward for for you as uh, many of many of you as shareholders. So again, the good news it looks like we are going to see more patronage coming from Compure Financial for you long-standing clients that have been part of that cooperative. Give me the numbers again, Jason, when they can start to expect distributions. Yeah, so we'll be two hundred and two million dollars over the course of the year. We'll have fifty-two million dollars allocated out in February. Those are historical stockholders uh, with the AgStar, Badgerland, and First Farm credit entities. And then one hundred and fifty million dollars will go to current customers uh, in August, and that will be to, for last year's business. And so we like the the two checks in one year. Hopefully, many of you are getting two checks, but uh, we really look forward to getting that money out there, talking about what we can do, what it does for your operation. The well, benefits that, of ownership. That is a nice way to welcome him as your new president and CEO of Compure Financial, Jace Wagner, along with the rest of his team, getting ready to hand out those patronage dividends again, as we said, beginning as soon as February. Listen, if you're not a part of working with Compure today, investigate it. You can find out more details online, compure.com, offices all around our listening area that are ready to help you when it comes to the plan for 2023 on the farm or maybe that rural lifestyle living that you're looking forward to. Welcome again to Jace Wagner, the new president and CEO of Compure Financial. This is the 